You're listening to the Grow Your Own Food Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you grow fresh fruit, vegetables, and even grains in your own backyard. In every episode, you'll get growing tips, recipe inspiration, and more. Ready to get growing? Then let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome to episode four of the Grow Your Own Food podcast. I'm your host, Jonna Smith, and today we're talking dirty. (laughs) That's right, we are talking about dirt, or as a lot of us gardeners like to call it, soil. To get the most out of your garden, you're going to want to know what kind of soil you have, and if your soil is less than ideal, what you might want to add to make it better. So those are the things we'll be covering today, but first, a word from this episode's sponsor. So in today's episode, we're going to be getting down into some of the nitty-gritty details about dirt. A lot of people who take gardening seriously, who take growing food seriously, will tell you that they don't grow any specific plant. They cultivate good soil. And that's because without healthy soil, you won't have much luck when it comes to growing food. But to build healthy soil, you first need to understand what kind of soil you have. There are essentially three types of soil. Sandy soil is kind of really pretty common in desert areas. It's loose, it's crumbly, it's dry. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's sandy, it's got a lot of sand in it. Sandy soil loses moisture very quickly, and as a result, nutrients also leach out very quickly, right? So there's nothing, or there's very little organic matter in sandy soil to kind of soak up moisture, soak up nutrients, and hold it there long enough for roots to be able to take it up and make use of it. On the other end of the spectrum, you have clay soil which is what we have a lot of here where I live in Northeast Kansas. Our soil is very heavy, it's thick. When it's dry, it's really hard and clumpy. Um, When it's wet, it stays wet for a long time. So that can be good because certain plants like tomatoes like a consistent amount of moisture. But when soil stays wet for a long time, it causes the roots of other plants, like maybe rosemary that likes drier conditions, it causes those roots to rot. It's not all bad though, because clay with clay soil, nutrients don't leach out as quickly, right? Since the soil stays moist, nutrients don't leach out as readily, but they can be less mobile with like that really thick, stodgy texture of the soil. So it's kind of a good thing and a bad thing. Right in the middle of those two kind of polar opposites, you have loamy soil. So loamy is like perfect soil. It's damp, it's earthy, it's rich. It's like a, it's like a deep, deep brown or black color. Um, If there's a perfect kind of soil texture, it would be this. Loamy soil holds moisture, so it absorbs water, but it doesn't hold on to it for too long. It slowly lets that moisture go, and it makes it available to the roots that are planted in it. Um, It's also really nutrient-rich and easy to work. So those are the three different types of soil. 
A lot of people don't have one or the other. They have kind of like a mixture, but most of the time your soil is going to be predominantly one of those things. How can you fix that though? Raised beds and containers let you dump in exactly the kind of soil you want, which is why a lot of people like them. You can buy, you know, bagged garden soil at a big box hardware store like Home Depot, or you can buy topsoil and mix it together with compost, all of which that you've bought at your local garden center. But what if your only option is to use the soil in your yard? Um, you know, you're not planning on building any raised beds. And, and what if that soil isn't kind of that Cinderella of soils? What if it's not loamy? You have a couple different options. So if you find that you have sandy soil, you're going to want to mix in lots and lots of compost. When you mix in compost, it helps the soil retain moisture and it also kind of provides the soil with nutrients. You can also add amendments like perlite. Um, perlite are like those little kind of white foamy flecks of things that you see in um, potting soil that you buy, at, again, at a hardware store. Um, it acts kind of like a little sponge. Each and every one of those little white specks is like a sponge. It soaks up water and then it slowly releases it back out into the soil when the roots need it. Um, some organic options you have would be coir or sphagnum moss. You want to be careful with sphagnum moss especially, uh, otherwise known as peat moss, because too much of it can acidify your soil. And soil that's too acidic is not something that a lot of plants like. For clay soil, uh, you're going to want to mix in gypsum. So gypsum is a, it's a mineral and it's going to help break down the clay, which creates air pockets for the roots to grow into. You can also, and you should also, mix in compost. And this is going to also create air pockets, but it's going to provide a more readily available source of nutrients. Um, like I said, those nutrients often get kind of bound up in that really heavy, dense clay soil and it's hard for the roots to kind of take up those nutrients and use it. So with any soil, whether it's sandy soil, clay soil, you're probably going to find that you're going to have to mix in these amendments more than once. And that's going to be like an ongoing maintenance that thing that you have to do. So I would plan on probably, you know, mixing those those amendments into your sandy soil or your clay soil once a year. So before the spring growing season, you know, for your sandy soil, mix in lots and lots of compost, mix in perlite or mix in coir or a little bit of sphagnum or peat moss. Um, for clay soil, again, at the beginning of every growing season, you'll want to mix in that gypsum um, and then again, lots more compost. And you'll want to mix that in like really well, kind of stir it all around as best you can. Um, it can get really hard to work um, clay soil. Again, you just kind of do the best you can. It'll create air pockets. Those air pockets will will kind of create space for those roots to grow out into and your plants are going to have a much easier time growing in clay soil or sandy soil with all that work that you've done to kind of mix in those amendments to make it better. So that is the short story on soil 
the three main different kinds of soil and what you can do if you don't have that ideal loamy soil in your backyard. If this is you, if you are having to, you know, add amendments every year, please don't give up. I promise over time your soil will get better. It'll start to kind of balance out. Of course, this is only going to be in the part of your yard where, you know, you're putting all these amendments. It's not going to unfortunately transform the rest of your yard, but it will at least make the the space where you're trying to grow your fruits and vegetables a lot more friendly, a lot more hospitable to those plants that you are trying to grow your food from. So that's it for today. I hope you learned something and I hope you'll be back for the next episode. If you found this episode interesting or useful, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast or leave a review. I love hearing from you guys. That's it for today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Grow Your Own Food podcast. Visit beeandbasil.com for helpful how-to articles, images, and recipes.